You're listening to the Gulan Podcast. The greatest goddamn talk show on the planet. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to the Cooldown Podcast for this week. My name is Adnan and we're here today is Manny. Yo. Hello, sir. What's the crack? Not much. Not much. Bit of technical difficulties at the start. Yes. Yeah. Creative. Exploded. Exploded <laughs> some microphones. Yeah. Who knew that buying like 15 quid microphones would mean that they would eventually just stop working? Well, eventually, I mean, quite soon. Quite soon. I, I can't remember. Like January? Maybe December is when I bought them. And it's, it's February now. God. middle of february what is this 2016 ah uh, it's even worse it's 2017 yeah, that's when shit's really you know, going down because because all the all the death yeah that was 2016 <laughs> 2017 you have john what? hurt <laughs> tara palmer tomkinson yes but also trump's in power for real now yeah well, that's funny it, who doesn't think that's funny that's hilarious <laughs> i mean it's it, <laughs> mixed reaction from me <laughs> Every At day, you, every day you click on the internet, it's like Trump's done something crazy again. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's like, oh look, look at all these salty tears. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, for anybody who's a chef out there, you never run out of salt at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, as with always, we kick things off with a bit of news uh, from around the video game industry. We've got all the games that we played the past week, and then we're covering. What we like to call the video game club, where we both play the same game, which for this week was Saints Row 4, and we talk about it. It's always interesting to see how different people play the same games totally, completely differently. Yes, especially in that game, it's totally random and yeah. insane. Yeah, Saints Row 4 is just like, here's everything. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll get into it, but it's fucking mental. So, what do we have from the news? Alrighty, so, um,. I may have mentioned this before, but Beamdog are working on a secret project. Secret project? Yeah, and they have an open beta. Now, for anyone who doesn't know, Beamdog did um, the enhanced editions of Baller's Gate. Yeah. Icewind Dale. And they're basically all about Infinity Engine era games. So that's that, that's why this is interesting to me. Is, yeah. Is it going to be another... I, I doubt it's going to be like a Baller's Gate 3 or something. No. It could that's be. That's dead in the water. It could be Iceland Dale too. <laughs> it could be, but but I mean, you you mentioned that they've said it before that it's it's totally like yeah. ridiculously hard to to do. Yeah, Trent Oster, who's like the main man at Beamdog, was like, who is a god among men. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> Iceland Dale too is pure chaos, and yeah, I'm not sure we want to touch that. Yeah, it I would want, make sense, from but a, I mean, I wonder is it from a coding perspective that it's yeah, a pain it's a, in the ass? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It it's, apparently it's totally different from the likes of Iceland Dale One and Baller's Gate, and oh. that it the engine is all over the gaff. Oh. Um. However, it would make sense. They've done the first one. They've done all the Baller's Gate games. Yeah. They've done Dragon Spear. Yeah. You know, Iceland Dale Two would be a logical step. The other the other what thing if... that people are considering is Torment. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then there's the potential that it's a new IP altogether. Planescape Torment, like or 
Yes, Planescape Torment. So they haven't done an enhanced edition of that? No, they haven't. Um, I'm not I see. I'm not sure. Secret Project. I know. And they have... Yeah, they got... NDAs as well. NDAs. It's like, just... Someone just, someone just leak it. I just want to know. <laughs> I just so want to know what, what they're working on. I just want to know so I can sleep. <laughs> so you stop refreshing our Facebook page I've every been, two seconds? I've been hitting Beamdog's forum every day and just being like, come on. Oh, that's what you meant by, like, I'm on Beamdog every day because uh, after I linked you that, yeah. thing, I think it was a book that they were talking about. Yeah, those comics. I read them yesterday yeah. as well. <laughs> there you go. It's got Minsk. Ah, <laughs> just, I want it all. And that's Baldur's Gate. Just, just give it to me. Yeah. Put it, put it all over me. To quote Barney Gumbel, stick it to my veins. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so there's no no further light I can shed on that at yeah. the moment. But I got to know. <laughs> I got to know. So in other news, yeah. totally unrelated, the Warhammer, or should I say the Humble Bundle monthly thing yes. is pure crazy this yeah, month. Yeah, it is. It's... Ah. <laughs> If you pay $12, you can get Warhammer uh, Total War. Total War. Which is like a $60 game. Yes, it is. For $12. $12. Quid. Yeah. I imagine I imagine somewhere in March that's going to go on sale as well on Steam at this point. Yeah, I doubt but it's going it, to be 12 It's going to yeah. be like 30, 30 bills yeah. or something. Yeah. But, like, but that I'm, is a savage deal. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, this month's was uh, XCOM 2. Yeah. Which yeah. even a year after, for 12 quid, it's a fucking steal. And every, even if every other game they give you is pure trash, exactly it doesn't, doesn't matter exactly. if you're paying twelve dollars for, for yeah. Uh, the main game is always a rad. sixty dollar game. That's like, awesome. In January, what was it? I forget what the January one was. Vermintide. Yeah, yeah. January yeah. was Vermintide. Uh, and uh, as well as the monthly, it's another Star Wars bundle, so you can pay like ten quid and yeah. get every Star Wars game up to the new. You, you can't get the new Battlefront. Yeah, up to but that. everything else you get. Everything. So all ah. the, even the Force Unleashed, all the TIE Fighter games, all that shenanigans, yeah. it's all there. I mean, I've pretty much got most of them anyway. I've already and, got them, but, you know, it's, and the, it's impressive to see. Yeah. Like, it has, it even has, like, um, Empire at War yeah. and the add-on to it. Did you play it. that for you, the podcast thing at one point? I could have done it. Oh, it was not Rebel Galaxies or something like that. Oh, yeah, no, Rebellion. Rebellion, yeah. I don't know if that's in there because it's... Too old and legit, <laughs> but Empire at War is 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 kind of cool because it, yeah, you could blow planets up with the Death Star to your to your heart's content. I, I think that at one point, I think that's the game where you have your mission is to own the entire galaxy, but you can just go around destroying the planets, so mm. all the galaxies equal to the planets that you control. Pretty much. So you've yeah. got you've got control of the entire galaxy. Well, once you have the Death Star, because of course <laughs> you're gonna be playing as the Empire. <laughs> All you need to do is get it in range, just, yeah. just like with Yavin 4. Yeah. You get it in range, and you don't let teenagers blow it up. <laughs> and there you go. You can just blow up. It's like, oh, the Rebels have a heavily fortified base. I have a and fucking like, hmm, death there. What base? <laughs> <laughs> what planet? <laughs> what solar system? But it, it was pretty cool, because you get like Darth Vader to drop down, and you know he'd, he'd force crush tanks and yeah. stuff. Um, of course. And... Uh, Similarly, you get all the different heroes. You get Boba Fett and Leia and yeah. Han and all, all, all the classics. All, all the ones that don't matter. <laughs> um, so that's a it's a pretty awesome bundle. I think yeah. it, it, 
I think it even has a Humble, ga- Galactic Humble, Battlegrounds. Like, Humble, which seriously, is, like, if you're not on the Humble Bundle monthly, like, you are missing out on some fucking well, this, deals. This isn't the monthly. This oh, is, yeah, this but in, I mean, in general, yeah. Humble Bundle is just, like, like, most of the games that I have in my library, admittedly, most of them are tat anyway, because, like, I have the entire THQ bundle that I got from them, which included Darksiders 2 and the Darksiders Definitive Edition. That's, Saints, hard. That's Saint, a hard word to it say. It is. Because uh, I want to say definitive, um, like and it included Saints Row Three, and a shitload of DLC, and I think pretty sure it also had Saints Row Four in it. Uh, I think it was, yeah, could be, not hundred percent sure. Yeah. It might have had Saints Row Four in it as well. But it was like pay the average and you get fifteen games, and it was like yeah, I'll pay the average and we get Saints Row Three, Four, and Darksiders Two. Like come on. <laughs> And lots of other trash. <laughs> yeah, can, but you again... You can give the people you dislike. Yeah, but the average was eight quid. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, so, eight quid for THQ any day of the week. So, sticking with uh, Humble Bundle... Yeah. Um, they've announced they're moving into multi-platform now. So, they're branching out into... Um, the consoles? They're, they're helping to branch out into consoles. Yeah. They're saying it's the next next logical step so that yeah so well, mac, yeah, mac, mac and linux yeah and then consoles well. and mobile yeah, yeah they're sorry, on mobile, mobile at the moment yeah, yeah. i mean you can, get, you can get kotor on your android now as well yeah if you hated your life well, and, yeah but i mean you can also get like the controls if they're the controls are similar to how the vice city ones are and uh, for the mobile version of vice city it's Totally fine because the, the the controls like I've, I know. I've played Kotor a billion times. <laughs> it does not lend itself to a mobile at all. It couldn't be more depressing. Like. What happens is like parts of the screen turn into joysticks and buttons that you can press. Yeah. So at that specific point, they're touch sensitive to that specific action. Yeah. So you could totally make it work. It'd it just be on your suck. phone. Yeah, it'd be on your phone. That's the yeah. part that sucks. Yeah, but again, if you're like out and about, or if you're in the fucking like read a way, book or something. Or, <laughs> Talk to a girl. I don't know. This is like, I mean, you're in fucking like doctor's office and you're sitting down waiting to go in for like your, or the dentist. Read, doctors always have National Geographic magazine without fail. It's always in their office. <laughs> Read that shit. It's going to have cool pictures. It's going to have mountains and foxes. But you can play KOTOR instead. I'd rather look at pictures of mountains and foxes and then I can go home and okay. play KOTOR like a normal person who isn't a degenerate who sits on their fucking phone all day. Like... How depressing would it be? A little, like, four-inch screen or something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, I can see half of Malik's cheek. Oh, how, <laughs> how exciting. Uh, that's the other thing with, like, with Android phones is um, various sizes of screens makes it really hard to optimize for every single possible phone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, I mean, the thing is... That's an point. option for, yeah. for someone. Yeah, exactly. Whoever it is, I hate that person. <laughs> um... So, uh, not in, not related to game news, but actually uh, Netflix caused a, a stir there. How? So they released a, a teaser trailer for a new show called Dear White People. <laughs> <laughs> so if I released a show and I called it Dear Black People or I don't want to get into Dear this. Arab People, that'd be fine, right? That that'd be cool. So so they released uh, a show uh, called what's, what's the premise? Uh, well, it's a teaser trailer, so. You don't know what it is. So all you have is there is... It's a really good marketing ploy, though. It's a great marketing ploy. It's one of the most disliked videos of all time, which means lots of people have watched exactly. it. Exactly. So it's got like 
as of right now, it's got half a million dislikes. I mean, people ah, are watching it intentionally great. to... To get to, offended. Yeah, well, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... I yeah, care. the the teaser has has uh, a black girl talking about Halloween costumes that are... I think it's Halloween costumes that are not okay. Okay. And then she fine. says, top of the list, and it's like people in blackface. Well, yeah. And that that's that's, that's the whole trailer. That's common so, sense, like. So, but that's the whole trailer. But people are like totally berserk. I think it's because of it's because of the name. Because the name is obviously designed <laughs> yeah. as a marketing employee. Yeah. It's just like dear white people. But it would not be okay. No, it will obviously. For for the opposite to happen. No, it wouldn't. But that's because of historical context. No, it's because of double standards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this is okay, but that's not okay. I just oh, think it's really... You can't be offended, but, but they the can be offended. But here's the thing, like, here's the thing, though. Uh, are they doing it, like, sort of, like, as a satire? Oh, sure. But then, like... But like, by the, the po- same token, if someone if someone did a Dear Black People and did it as a satire, that'd be pure racist. But this isn't. This is fine. So, that's what I'm saying. It's double standards. In that, in... in, in I just, I just in find that it funny. Oh well, I mean it's just I'm, I'm not. I like, I liked the the show. Would be good. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> but like the thing is, like obviously I, they're doing it to to as to a like, marketing ploy. as a marketing ploy for sure. Uh, and to like basically to just uh, what was it? What was I trying to say? To just make fun of the fact that people get super offended even at the fact that it's like dear white people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's the whole yeah. That's the whole gimmick. Yeah, like I don't. I, I don't know. I have to see. It could be that it's just... It's not even a thing that's going to come out. That is, that's just... Oh, I think it's a show, all right. Uh, you think so? Oh, it's... it's. I mean, it's advertised. They're not going to advertise a fake show. But why not? <laughs> because their business is <laughs> selling shows to people, not ads. <laughs> no, but what I mean is, like, they do it as a way to get people talking about Netflix. I'm not sure they need people talking about Netflix because Netflix is massive. Like ne- Netflix is a verb, <laughs> <laughs> followed by chill. <laughs> All right, what's next? So sticking with Netflix, but diving back into the realm of video games. Yes, a really unlikely pairing, uh, in my view, in everyone's view, I think. Yeah, Castlevania is becoming a Netflix TV show. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I know all everything I read is what? like. What's it going to be about? I don't know. The story The story in Castlevania was always garbage, like laughably crap. The gameplay was incredible, and everything else was terrible. Um, so... Is it just going to turn out to like one, like... It's going to have a weird... guy, and he's going to have a whip. Uh, the thing, is it just gonna and it's going to be Dracula. Is it just going to be the, like the human version of... Vamp- like the male version of Vampire Diaries? I don't... I mean, that's the only thing I think of when you say Castlevania. All I can see it's some is emo vampire. One episode, Jack the, dude. One episode, the guy is gonna be—he's gonna walk up to a wall. And he's gonna be like, hmm, I can't get up this wall, and because it's too high, and he's yeah. gonna need to to double know, jump. Yeah, but he doesn't have the double <laughs> jump, so he's he's gonna need to fight a boss to get the double jump. I or, don't know how that lends itself to a TV show. Or is it someone's playing Castlevania and they get sucked into that world? Uh Jumanji style. Yeah. There's, there is a new movie that's ripping on that already, but it's like adult, as in like, as in like it's like an R-rated movie. Yeah. Uh, R-rated Jumanji movie. 
Yes, I'm, you'll probably get it if you Google that. Uh, um, yeah, but, but it's like super 80s. Right. So they get sucked into like a video game kind of yeah. 80s world. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, either. Could be interesting. Castlevania. TV series. Yes. So Speaking of TV series, I don't know if it's on your list. Samurai Jack. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they, they dropped it. They dropped the. Uh, no, I meant to put it on the yeah. list. But uh, they, yeah, oh, they, I saw that. I was like, "This is fucking awesome." <laughs> they dropped the teaser, and it's ah, uh, it's it's beautiful. It's, he bleeds in it. Yeah, real blood. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and like, it's, the, it's the like this is season five, and they're just finishing it off. I think. I believe based off it's, the trailer. I believe it's the the final, the final showdown. Show, yeah. And Everton looks boss at all. It looks like he's turned it up. It looks like he's been watching the raid. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> The Raid and John Wick. Jacked up and good to go. Um, yeah. Samurai John Wick. That's what that's going to be. It, like Samurai Jack was always amazing. But, yeah. But this this looks like it's going to it's gonna live up to its glorious name. Yeah. And hopefully... It's going to be fucking rad. It's set 50 years after the last season. Is it? Yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. Or it's... It's either set 50 years after the last season or it's set 50 years after he... He was sent to the future. See, there's all sorts of time travel going on, so yeah, it could be any of Paradox. those, both of those, all of them. Yeah, <laughs> what's the guy's bad guy's name? Aku. Aku. Yeah. 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 Um. Sadly, that voice actor, he's dead now. The original one. Oh, for um, Aku. Yeah. What the hell's his name? He was Splinter and Iro and. Oh, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. No, no Uncle Phil wasn't Splinter. He was Shredder. Yes. Uh, never mind. Uh, uh, yeah, I got that mixed up. The guy who plays Uncle Phil from Save by the Not Save by the Bell, uh, Fresh Prince, was Shredder. Oh, was he? Yeah, cool. Uncle Phil. Ah, awesome. I just know him as Uncle Phil. I don't know what the guy's actual. Ah, I'm sure his real name, name is boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, in other news. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about it last time. For Honor has has dropped. Yeah, um, open beta. So, so uh, people are. People are playing away. Looks rad. Um, it really reminds you of chivalry, like one-on-one combat, but like except it's like multiplayer. I don't multiplayer. like first-person melee, so it's third-person. Yeah, but chivalry is first-person, so right. So I, I never got into chivalry, but I think third-person lends itself far better. Like if I'm playing Skyrim or so, yeah, I way prefer melee and yeah. The, the, um, the swing of the weapons look like if you got a fucking. Uh, sword and you're up against a guy who's got like a spear mm. he's got range on you all day which is great from the playtest i saw it still looks too it still looks too arcadey for my liking yeah like, people but are, i mean it's open people beta, are taking like. big hits and it, it you know it it takes like they they can take five of these hits or something yeah and it, but i'm that, sure there's like classes and stuff like that that you can mess around with skills and stuff i'd that, prefer that if it was that. like sword the samurai style oh you're left open. You're dead. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that would just piss off everyone these days. Piss off all the losers and squares who don't like super legit combat. Yeah, which is 80% of the people who are going to play this game. Bunch of losers and square, squares. They're the guys, they're the guys who, who looked at regenerating health and went, yeah, this is legit. Better than, you know, having health packs and stuff. God, make me make me sick. Yeah. Well, but anyway, so... It's out now anyway. It's out now. It looks, it looks rad, I'll be honest. It looks fucking awesome. But again, it's a multiplayer game, so I'm not at zero interest in it at all. Um, unless it's like, unless you're playing with like a group of friends. But other than that, like, I'm just 
online multiplayer for me is. I can see the appeal. I think the combat and animations, like, look, yeah. look deadly. But again, I just wish it wasn't so arcade. Modern. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's so fucking lame, though. You swing a sword at someone, and it's like, oh, you've taken this much health off. It's like, I'm not playing Mortal Kombat here. I want the fucking. I want the legit experience of you swing a sword and someone dies, or you die. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can always go back to Way of the Samurai. Yeah, but there won't be knights in there. Knights and uh, Vikings. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, I've already seen that it's causing a stir with... Um, Why? Because there's loads of people playing as knights, and then loads of people chanting, Deus Vault! Oh! And, and that being associ- uh. associated with the alt-right, which is, which is very funny, because... It's just... People, seriously. Because it's just a fucking chill. It's just a phrase. It doesn't mean shit. It's basically like saying GG to someone or easy. <laughs> <laughs> Too easy. <laughs> uh, the best thing about the GG easy bit was when Blizzard decided to hard code the fact that that gets changed when you use it. If you use the phrase easy um, or GG easy, he changes it to I have to go now because my mom is calling me down for dinner. Like Blizzard hard That's so fucking weak. What? <laughs> like. I think it's funny. It's an intricate part of, <laughs> of a game. Is I just think it's really hilarious. Like, tr- people still use it just to see what kind of random sentence they get. Yeah. Because it's funny. But I yeah, still but find it's it fucking hilarious. fucking hit. nanny state bullshit. Like, <laughs> it's hilarious, if some little loser's going to cry because someone's saying, oh, too easy, then they shouldn't be playing the video game in the first place. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like I said, they... Imagine they how change? shit Rocket League would be if they fucking started tampering with people's trolling of each other. I imagine at some point they have, to a certain degree. I don't think so. No? No. It's it's always just, like, uh, too, too easy. easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. Or great pass when, you know, or oh, great, great save yeah, when, when... When you actually score on them. pure garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Or when someone... Uh, <laughs> or when someone scores an own goal and you're like great shot yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, alright so lastly um, Torment the the long awaited sequel yeah but as Tales I, of whatever Tides of Numenera Numenera yeah as I discovered because I never read any of the information I just saw oh Torment yeah cool I love Torment I'm gonna back this <laughs> it's set oh. in a totally different universe <laughs> So, so I find out, I find out the day the beta drops that it's, it's not even like Planescape. It's, it's got nothing to do with the No, it's just using the IP. It's just got the name Torment. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. Maybe, maybe you should have like read the Kickstarter before you backed it. Yeah, maybe. Did you literally just go, oh, Torment, Titan Numera, and just click back? I literally saw the words Torment and went, wow, the original Torment was fucking legit. <laughs> so I didn't assume that they were just going to make a totally unrelated game and call it Torment. This is why you always read the fine print, yeah. as in this entire block of text that explains what the game is yeah, about. Yeah, but like, like Wasteland 2 was related directly to Wasteland. Yeah. So, so you know, that was... But that's because it had number two in it. Yeah, well... That means it's a sequel. This Whereas this is... Torment. Torment. Yeah, but you'd think it'd be in subtitle. the same fucking universe. <laughs> it means that none of the characters, none of the things that I like about Torment exactly. are in this one. We're in a totally different universe. Yeah, and... It's just a Pillars of Eternity clump, probably. 
and in exile really make game like visually i just don't get it they've been working on this game just like they were working on wasteland 2 yeah for fucking ages so this game was dropped after the first pillar well at like pillars of eternity 2 is announced now it's coming out yeah in a few months and this game looks worse than pillars of eternity 1 like what the fuck are they doing because it was the exact same in wasteland 2 in exile they just like visually they I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Obviously, they need they need to go and talk to I, I Obsidian and be like, hey guys, how do we make isometric looking games that don't look like garbage? Because I think they just like the pure grit of it. I no, I think they're just <laughs> bad at it. You know, like <laughs> I haven't like, seen the screenshots to be honest, so I don't know what it well, looks I, like. I played through the first. Like, if it's anything like Wasteland Two, it's gonna be like, like really original Fallouty kind of thing looking Wasteland 2 did not look like Fallout no no it it's all it looked like quite amateurish kind of 3D modeled yeah I I don't I don't see the I don't see the difference these days anyway when I look at isometric games games have always had beautiful painted backgrounds that's like yeah like no matter no matter what criticism I might have of Pillars of Eternity Mm. the the visuals would not be one of them the visuals are fucking beautiful yeah Um. That was one of the strong points they had when I was looking at it and I wanted to play. I was like, ah, Pillars of Eternity looks rad. And the same the same with Tyranny. The, yeah. the visuals are beautiful because you just, you get a painted background, you get an artist in to make a lovely background. Yeah. And then the rest of the, the rest of it should be fucking easy. All you need to do is, <laughs> all you need to do is character models that don't suck and then particle effects. But it's too hard. It's just... It's too hard. Sitting there waiting around for torment for God knows how long, and it drops and it, and it fucking looks terrible. Like what the fuck? Yeah. One, what one, am one, I? Some kind of schmuck? <laughs> well, you didn't even read what the fuck the thing was about, so yeah. Hey. <laughs> they shouldn't have led me on with their bullshit. <laughs> All they st- like, if you'd read what it was about, it wouldn't be bullshit. You looked at torment and went, "Yeah, I'll back that." Yeah, they shouldn't have capitalized on, on that, <laughs> that poor ignorance. <laughs> I mean, you only have yourself to blame, to be honest. Not for their fucking bullshit quality. <laughs> I have myself to blame for. No, I'm talking about the Kickstarter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, but that's it's no fucking excuse for them to just try out any old garbage and go here. Look, how here, much did it make off Kickstarter? Uh, I, I think it was two million dollars or something. That, uh, yeah, but again, you where it depends on where it's being developed. What what city? Because depending from city to city, the fucking wages and stuff are completely different like san francisco is fucking expensive but then again it's expensive to make games in san francisco because everyone's wages are like no like i want this specific set amount of wages like so it all depends where it's developed like two million could be fuck off for a game that's being developed in san francisco like i said pillars pillars was in around the same and that didn't that didn't look terrible by any standard way but again like any stretch like like i said it like in San Francisco, the reason the city is so expensive, and the reason is the reason because people are getting, like, it's really expensive to make a game in San Francisco, because you have to pay people a certain amount because of the prices of everything there. Was that where they're based? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I, that's what I was asking. Like, are the come the studio that's making it, is are they based in San Francisco? Because that would know. that would explain why their the quality is kind of crap. But, the other, no, but the other thing is that it's, it's not ma- complex. It's not like someone making a fucking a first-person shooter where all yeah. the visuals have to be just so. Yeah. It's a totally different genre. It's 
you literally get a 2D background, you paint it, you make it look beautiful. <laughs> because it is. It's it's literally like yeah. a fucking image. Yeah. And you just have to And then everything else yeah. is just Yeah, no, totally. the basic fucking character Again, models. That's what I'm saying, like if it's developed in San Francisco now, I totally see where all this fucking money went to. It's paint people. I just think this is the second fucking game these motherfuckers have brought out that looks like trash. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Even the even the Wasteland 2 director's cut, it looks better, but it doesn't yeah. look great by any standard. And I, and I usually don't give a shit about these things. Except yeah. when they're fucking... Having you complain about visuals is... Except when they're taking the jarring. piss. It's jarring. It's jarring, yeah. It's a jarring complaint for, from you specifically like, because... Like, you go back and play the original fucking Baller's Gate, no problem. Because I'll it go, looks fucking great, though. I'll go back, after playing the Enhanced Edition, I'll go back and play, like, I'll stick with the Enhanced Edition, because the Enhanced Edition looks fucking awesome compared to it. Yeah, but it's it's still the same visuals. Yeah. Like, they, they've changed the hood and all that, but it's still the same painted backgrounds. They've just got higher resolution. Yeah. But it's the, it's the exact same fucking, like, artwork, so... That's what I mean. There's like, no yeah. fucking excuse for these motherfuckers yeah. who are clearly, like, taking the piss yeah. here alright well that's the news and side tangents so what games have you played this week well it's funny as you should ask <laughs> <laughs> so when I played uh, I played Torrent for a short while yes um, just to Planescape yeah uh, no, the, no new the, one, the new one yeah uh, uh, just to yeah. see what the crack was and um, so apart from the visuals then I, I, I've only played it for uh, a little bit um, and uh, so far you can definitely get the whole sense that it's it's built on the Pillars engine you yeah. can definitely yeah. see that um, but it uses totally different uh, game rules as well um, like D&D rules or it, totally different to D&D yeah oh yeah so like that's a complete they're kind of reminiscent actually of um What's it called? The one with the Vikings. The Banner Saga? Banner Saga, yeah. It kinda kinda reminds me of that. Uh, oh. So when you All right. when you uh, when you're carrying out an action, it's turn based. Yeah. Uh, in terms of combat or whatever. Or when say you're interacting with something. So right near the start of the game you have to move this fountain. And then to do it to guarantee success. You, you can choose how much effort to spend. Ah. So, so it's how much, like, energy or whatever. Yeah. And the more energy you spend, obviously, the closer you get to guaranteeing success. So it starts off, it's, like, 50%, and then you can bring it up. Yeah. And then you spend you spend your energy, and you can get it to, like, 100% or whatever. I was like, ah, let's see what happens. At 100%? Because it actually came up and said, sometimes failure is sometimes failure can produce interesting results. And I was like, is that so... <laughs> So I was like, whatever. I left, yeah. it, I left it at like 60%. I was like, I'm not spending all my effort. Fuck that. Yeah. And my guy fucked it up and he sliced his fingers. Uh, like off? No. no. Oh, okay. Um, Usually when someone says sliced his fingers, it means... No, he just he just sliced them. Yeah. Just, just Paper a, cut. Just a little bit. Um, one, one hit point of damage or something. <laughs> so, so, when the game starts, you actually... And very fucking annoyingly. I see. You don't know who you are. Are you in a party, is it? You're 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 basically uh it's it's like you're inside your own head. Oh. I uh, see. Yeah. Because I think I've seen this being played on a stream before then. 
Yeah, go ahead. Go you're on. inside your own head, yeah. and you're trying to figure out how you got to where where you are. Yeah. And, and you basically find out that there is a monster haunting you. He's he's basically trying to strip away your your identity. Ah. So you need to. That's interesting. Pop outside your head into the real world, and then like your subconscious takes physical form. Well, torment has always been, you know. Yeah, I remember from like playing Planescape Torment. It's very like, like metaphysical. Yeah, metaphysical and psychological. Yeah, but torment is art. So. <laughs> Torment, Torment is the only game I ever played where amnesia wasn't like, oh, this is a crutch that we're using to... Yeah. It was, it was absolutely essential yeah. to the storyline. However, it looks like they're just doing the same fucking thing here, which is super fucking lame because... <laughs> it's just different characters. Yeah. <laughs> like, it should be a different kind of Torment. Not yeah. the Torment of not knowing what terrible things you did in the past. Yeah. Or what... what Oh, so again, it's the same thing. It, amnesia it seems, again. Yeah, it seems to be that they're going for the same the same uh, idea. Because boo. in this instance, what you are is, um, so there was a good. There's there's a god, and the god yeah. had inhabited your body, and had uh, done things while in your body. Yuck. Um. So you don't know what things he's, he's yeah. done. Yeah. Um. And when the god tires of your body, he leaves. Mm. And finds a new body or whatever. Yeah. And then you're you're basically born from that. So so you you only basically exist when the god leaves. Ah. So it's not that you've been possessed. Yeah. It's that you're like you're like a shell. Okay. You, you're only brought to life after he leaves. After he leaves, yeah. Ah. So it's like you're a shell brought to life. Cool. So. That's deadly. So. <clears throat> that's the basic kind of premise mm. and. You pick your there's there's three classes that you can start with. There's like the 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 jack who's so called because the jack of all trades. Yeah, seems to be like a kind of bard thief. Ah, uh, I get mix. you. Yeah, um, basically your dex character. I think the one is a soldier. Yeah, or something something similar, and then the other is a nano who's like a a mage, but it's nano because the game is kind of um st not steampunky but it's kind of sci-fi yeah so radical that, yeah radically that, different i mean it, it like props them for like taking it to like a sort of like a different it's a totally different universe so new universe new like, era yeah is it's like a totally different fantasy yeah thing. it's like fantasy but like mix of sci-fi steampunk kind of thing like and and you know if I'm if I'm saying anything wrong about it, it's because I have absolutely no idea of the universe. I've yeah. never heard of it up to yeah. this point. So you just bought it because it said torment. <laughs> yeah, I'm super disappointed that they're going with what to me rounds up to the exact same fucking storyline from right. torment though. Because but it's interesting. That's what though. made torment so legit. Yeah, like when I was playing torment, it's like you die, but then every time you die, you come back to life. And it's great because it works as a game mechanic. So yeah. you take the game mechanic of respawning, turning into the actual part of the story. Yeah. And it's very similar to how, again, Bioshock Infinite did it. Bioshock Infinite is because of, like, whole, like, it's uh, every time you die um, in Bioshock Infinite, it was basically like, oh, this is just the dimension where you got this far and died at this point. Uh, right. So when you respawn and come back, it was like, it's another dimension where you continued further so that was the kind of thing in Bioshock which ah. they took from 
I imagine they took from Torment, but they just did a whole kind of like as was quantum physics or whatever fucking thing. Yeah, like. yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool to uh, blend the yeah such common mechanics into yeah. the actual because in Bioshock the... Infinite you had the two twins who flipped the coin, um, and they'll say like they have a count, yeah. in which different like dimension or universe, you the the, the flip which who got heads who got tails it's really interesting i'm not yeah, a huge fan of the whole the whole branch of sci-fi at all once once right. things start to get into time travel and parallel universes yeah. i i i tend to be like this is <laughs> it's just get it's just becoming bullshit because it, what it allows for is anything yeah allow, and and not in the good way not in the futurama way of being like oh today we're going to go to a planet where yeah. everyone is a box or something you know <laughs> you know not like or robots it lends itself well to comedy, yeah. But it doesn't lend itself well for me to when you're trying to take something to like seriously. Action and it's drama, like, yeah. I don't know. It's like Doctor I, Who. I've been watching The Man in the High Castle, and the man. Right. Do you know what it's about? It's 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 basically it's no. set in set in a world where the Nazis and and the Japanese Empire won World War Two. Yeah. And then they've split America between them, so the setup is is great. You have yeah. Half America is ruled by the Japanese, and the other. The other half, more by or less, is ruled by uh, is ruled by Germany, um, and but you have this Nazis. incredible world where like you're really seeing oh here's what it would have been like in the idealized German mm. vision yeah of, fascist regime uh, yeah here's what America would be like um, and then how they'd relate then to the the Japanese, um, but that, that time travel is. That's when they start introducing yeah. all the bullshit. <laughs> really? <laughs> because I think the show is great. They just need to totally gut all the sci-fi from it and be like, no, nah, that's garbage. No, just make it about World War Two. I and because I've, everything else, like the the intrigue, the yeah, the setting is incredible. The the different characters and all that, you can really believe in them. And then and then they're like, uh, but in another world, the Allies won World War Two, and I'm just like, no. Nah. Now, just push and, and that aside. And is, and is it a case where <laughs> the allies from that world are trying to go into this world? Well, to it, it's not clear at the moment. Well, I'd imagine at some point much, they will. Basically, I'm sure... That's, someone, the, that's the end. Basically, it's like the two worlds exist at the same time, like parallel universe. Yeah. And certain characters are finding that they can kind of go from one to the other. Mm. Which is bollocks! <laughs> like no just stick to your stick to your cool storyline <laughs> stop making stop making it so that i can't believe in it because yeah. it's fucking lame and um, yeah did you hear that torment <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine i guess if you set it out from from the get-go yeah but it's one of these things that's it's it's slowly become more and more important. I'm like, nah, don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With, well, with torment, it's interesting, like you said, because like, again, uh, it's different from the first one where you are a person who already existed and you died, um, and then you have it's to figure out how. It's far more personal that that it's like you were, and you're far more responsible as well. So yeah, so that's that's yeah. Also you come across people who who fucking hate you, and think you're an absolute complete bastard because you were because uh, yeah. But then you have to figure out why is the interesting bit. And like, why they hate you and, you know, why you're an asshole back then. Uh, whereas, in, so, so whereas in this tournament, it's like, well, you haven't existed prior to this point. So now you have to figure out what kind of person you, you 
are or you're going to be rather than you having all these relationships well beforehand. you are going to obviously have these relationships with different people but it's not it's never going to have been you so yeah you're to- as far as i see you're totally absolved from any exactly yeah because Where- it wasn't you it's just it's basically a different coat of paint at this point yeah, whereas maybe the first- as the storyline goes it'll change and be like oh yeah. it was you maybe you are the god maybe yeah 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 um, I called it just like I'm called called Fallout 4 back in the day. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I'm gonna be two for two on this. It'd be interesting. I'll let you know. Yeah. But I won't <laughs> let you know until it actually comes out. Well. Well, no, it is out now. It, oh, it's out. Yeah. I thought it was in. Still yeah. in it was in beta, but ah, okay. But um, it is now live. Okay. It's now live. Um, cool. However. When I was playing, I was like, ah, it's just not the same. So, <laughs> so, so naturally, a load of a baller's game. <laughs> spent, spent about, let's say, a solid 40 minutes rolling. Until, yeah. Until I could get it. I think oh, I, you rolled a new character? Yeah. Which you rolled Because I rolled a new character because I wanted to play Siege of Dragon Spirit. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, what's the proper way to do this? Well, obviously, you have no, to... all the way to the start of a baller's game. <laughs> Start an entire new game, do everything, and then get up to Siege of Dragon Spirit. Because I've never played Siege of Dragon Spirit as a good guy. I've only played it as a, as a bad guy. Oh, right, with your original character from. Yeah. 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 And as a, ba- as a bad guy, you, you often miss out on a lot of different story elements because you kill everyone, basically. Yeah. Ah. You, it's very true. You kill uh, all the quest givers. Well, it, it's a lot of the time, as a bad guy, you, it's like, oh, can you help me do this? And you're like, no, fuck you. And then you murder him. And then you murder him or something. <laughs> Or, or it's like, oh, we have this great storyline, or we have this great quest line where we'll help you out, we'll help you get A, but first you have to help us get C. And you're like, I've got a better idea. And you just you just murder them and you t- say they've got a key that you need. You yeah. take the key off them. So you actually miss out on lots of storyline. Yeah. However, as a bad guy, you also always get way more experience because you get in so well, many fights. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the, it's the, it's yeah. the role you play. It's, yeah. the, it's the morality wheel of fortune. So this time I wanted to play as a good guy so I could meet up with, with all all the, the OG crew yeah. and actually converse with them properly and not be like, ah, fuck you. Right. Um, so like with... And also now the game is patched so, so Khalid, won't, Khalid won't die. <laughs> because in the original when I played it, Khalid, Khalid gets killed by a game event but he's not supposed to die at that point. Yeah. So, so you can never return to him and say, hey Khalid, why don't you join my party or, yeah or there was i think there was a quest i couldn't actually return because the game had killed him by accident oh not not even intentionally oh he was just meant to like storyline die rather than no no what was supposed to happen was spoilers well no this this isn't this isn't a spoiler uh it's in siege of dragon spear is like a curse or something is cast on on uh, a fort yeah um and uh, and everyone who's in the fort, Khalid included, takes some damage. Yeah. However, <laughs> if the in in the in the unpatched version of the game, it wasn't coded quite right. Right. So Khalid took enough damage for him to die because <laughs> he was he was injured already. Yeah. When the curse took place, so he died, and it just killed him. And it oh. wasn't like he can be rezzed or anything. He was he was just, he was just dead. dead. He yeah. just exploded. I remember I was looking around. I was like, "Where the fuck is this motherfucker gone?" It's like, "How can I return the quest if he's not even in the fucking building?" <laughs> Turns the, out the game had killed him. Yeah, 
and and it wasn't like I knew. I had to go on the forum and go, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? And it was like, yeah, he, he got killed by, by this game event that isn't supposed to actually kill, kill him. him. Yeah. I was like, well, that's great. So so that's what happened the first time I, I, yeah. I went through the game. Um, so, so second time around, you're going now as... Yeah, let's as, help everyone. As friendo McJustice. Yeah. Dude. I wonder how many people you piss off bef- like from before where like they were with you because you're the good guy now they just fuck off um let's see I've I mean Jahira and Khalid won't leave you because they're like lawful good aren't they no they're Jahira's true neutral cause oh because she's a druid ah Khalid is neutral good okay um so he's he's true neutral man must be fucking pain in the ass to play I don't really get it it's like oh striving for balance and everything it's like doesn't that mean but you're wh- gonna have to do, do bad, bad thing? things to yeah. maintain a balance like that is isn't Darth Vader trying to maintain a balance yeah like what, is he what? really the bad guy it's like <laughs> well I mean he is because he murdered a lot of kids, kids and stuff yeah, yeah. but there's no absolving that the balance. <laughs> <laughs> too many Jedi man uh, um, so so yeah so I'm basically burning through that now burning through Baldur's Gate uh, and I and I was like I was like what am I going to do this time so I'm playing as a Kensai who I never played as before because apparently it's the cheesiest class in the game which he's a fighter you're right but he doesn't wear armour oh okay but apparently as he levels up to higher levels it doesn't matter because he just absolutely annihilates okay, everyone and right. there is a noticeable difference in his in how often he hits people and the damage he hits, he has yeah. he has an ability where, uh, you every three levels, I think you get a a, a new slot in it, and, yeah, or a new use of it, and it's like for every round, for every round of combat, um, you'll do max damage. It's like that is just fucking, that is just so ridiculous. What? So you walk up, and you're just like, hit, explode, yeah, hit, explode, and everyone I hit, I do like whopper damage to it, yeah, and and guess what weapon I went with. Katana? You'd think that. Ooh! But no. Brass Nooks? That, that's not in Baller's game. <laughs> <laughs> Should be. The equivalent of Brass Nooks. No, no. I went with Staff. <laughs> because I'm like... You went like Total Monk? Well, like, you know, you start the game and you have this piece of shit wooden stick. I'm like, well, it's not going to be a piece of shit for me now. <laughs> I feel like... You're a dark mall with that motherfucking stick. So I am actually destroying people with the stick. Yeah. But my guy also gets totally annihilated by archers and stuff. Yeah. I mean, obviously, because you're fucking again. It's a his, glass armor, his armor class is pure garbage. Yeah. yeah. It's just his like his armor glass class. cannon character is always fucking difficult to play. Yeah. Well. Just because you have you have to know when to do damage, when to be like, I'm gonna sit back and let my guys handle this. Yeah. And I'm gonna do like the sweep at the end. You see, everyone else in my party is just totally geared to automatically destroy everyone they're all they all have bows uh, yeah or crossbows or yeah. slings or whatever and it's just like hey an enemy appeared ah 50 arrows he's dead <laughs> so thank you for the experience so yeah i'm trying through that yeah. and i'm gonna crack on to siege of dragon spear and try not to be so evil this time <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, sir can you help me no i can Fresh. help you die <laughs> <laughs> Especially because in back in the day, there, there was only there was only you know you can be a good guy or you yeah. can be a homicidal maniac. <laughs> yeah, there's no gray area. 
Um, the other game I was playing was I was finishing Deus Ex. Yeah. Divided. Yeah. And like. Like, still keeps don't the, don't believe the unhype because that game is fucking legit yeah. i don't know what people are talking i don't know about. why why like there was literally no hype for that game and i wonder is it because square enix were square like, enix are gonna do marvel games instead of instead of new deus ex games ah <laughs> they're trying to cash in on the marvel ip bankroll right now what they should do is marvel making money hand over fist they sure are which is why they should get some other team who don't develop super gritty video games to uh, make their Marvel games. Didn't Square Enix also... Yeah, they made Final well, Fantasy XV as well. well. Square Enix yeah. are only the... They're, only they're, they're the publishers. Publisher, yeah. 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 But the studio that make Deus Ex, I think, they're getting pulled in to do these fucking Marvel games, which is... Oh! Because what? what the story that broke was that you're going to be waiting a while for a new Deus Ex. It was like, you motherfucker... <laughs> Because uh, it's getting is, closer and closer. This the, is this the same fucking problem that they had with Tomb Raider? In Tomb Raider, the first one that came out... Which was awesome. It sold four million copies. Right? Four fucking million copies for, first of all, a Tomb Raider game. Yeah. That Whose IP had dwindled by this point. Yeah. Um, and they said in an actual press statement that it did not meet the projected sales. It was and they weren't sure if they are going to make... Bad. Yeah, but they weren't sure if it was going to make... Uh, sequel because of it because it didn't meet the projected fucking sales and i'm thinking to myself four million sales in the first three to four, like and i think it's the first year or the first six months by 60 quid mm. like how much money are you pumping into your fucking games so that four million sales is not considered a great yeah great aspect and i think it's the same with deus ex where it didn't meet their ridiculous projected sales so they're not making a new one whereas they're making Marvel games, which are going to be terrible because they're, they're movie franchise IP, like the way Legend of Korra's garbage as well. Um, but like, and it's going to run the, the studio into the fucking ground. I mean, that's what's going to happen. It's because the the sales they won't make enough money off the sales. Like, and the studio is the one that suffers. Square Enix is going to publish other games, but like, that studio will never recover from this. Just, well, I mean, I hope they do really well, but it's. It's just the same fucking cycle over and over and over again with studios shutting down because the publishers make them do garbage games and they can't afford to pay people. I mean, just because Adam Jensen is mopey doesn't mean he doesn't get the job done. You know? <laughs> like, Man. I, I I, honestly can't believe anyone will criticize the new Deus Ex. Like, it's, it's got everything. Yeah. It's got, it's got all that. You don't have to fight. You can finish the whole game without killing anyone. And you get an achievement for it, which I didn't, because I killed loads of people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's your but even, even like It's there. You, you can there. do it, yeah. Um, it's got savage voice acting. Yeah. The whole world is, is, is beautiful and horrible. Yeah. Um, and then... The gameplay. You've got all these, different, all these different side quests that you may or may not discover. What the game reminded me of was... Uh, it reminded me of Vampire, you know, The Masquerade. Oh! As in, like... That's bold claim. As in, like, because the world is so gross. Yeah. It's like, I could see these being the same, the same kind of Universe, world. Yeah. It's like, the only way, like, the only the only major improvement I could see would be doing what Vampire did and having, like, multiple characters. So, yeah. So you could play, you could play through in different styles. Yeah. Um, but, um. But, yeah, no. Like, no, super, yeah. super legit. It was 
Fucking Square Enix have no fucking idea what they want to do these days. Like, the reason Hitman was an episodic one is because Telltale was doing really well with episodic games. Mm. Like, oh, we want to get into that because it was originally meant to be a full release 60 quid game. Yeah. Uh, I think it actually Well, it is now. (laughs) It is, yeah. But I think it it worked in their favor that they did it episodically because you mentioned that each of the fucking levels are really well done. It is. It's fucking great. Yeah. Because I imagine that was the added bonus that they had was because you have four months to focus on this one level and you make it fucking rad then you move on to the next level but you the, make that rad but the main thing is and and I'm reading it in different articles like in Rock Paper Shotgun and yeah. all that is that they completely ignored the turd that was Absolution they yeah. went that's great they went yeah that, that was fucking terrible and, or, everyone, and everyone who said it wasn't is an idiot so we're just gonna go back to what made Hitman Games great which was Massive sprawling levels. Yeah. No linear, you, you know, you have to go down this corridor yeah. or that corridor. You can do it whatever way you want. And then you can do it in stupid, stupid ways. Or you can do it in totally legit ways. Yeah. Or you can mix it up. Like, I think I, I, think I posted into the, the WhatsApp group that gif of the, the, the Hitman guy. He's in a pile of bodies. And the guy, dude, walks in. He's like, "What?" And you, you pop up and you swing at him and you kill him, adding to the bodies that are already there. And you go back down into the fucking mountain of bodies, and you just keep going. Dish, dish. Well, and you can do that. That's the thing. I mean, all that matters in the Hitman game is that you finish the mission. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you walk into a hotel lobby and you just start machine gunning everyone <laughs> down. Yeah. Obviously, it's a lot easier to do it. Well, you get you do get pasted. Like even yeah. if you're playing it on normal, you'll you'll get totally annihilated by yeah. it. Yeah, uh, fucking you get milled with a load of fucking bullets. As as it should be. Though. Yeah, it should be like but again. It's a stealth legit. game. Like the going in, guns blazing should be like heavily punished because be the point of the game like, as hard. You know, it should be as hard to pull off as as it is. Yeah. Um, like if you're running guns blazing into a high security area because there's different like first some, of all, you're a shit hit man. but it's so satisfying figuring out different like there's kind of scripted ways where you can you can you can do a mission um and some of them are really funny uh like there's a one where you're you have to go after a guy and he's a singer and you can you can actually find a specific mic he's getting as a gift and Ah. you can basically turn the mic into Into a fucking bomb well you can you can tamper with it so that it releases dangerous and you know dangerous voltage and uh-huh. basically electrocutes them awesome so it's like oh no what a terrible accident, accident. yeah <laughs> that's great um because it doesn't count like it wouldn't trigger then anybody to come after you as well because it, everyone yeah. it as an accident you just be like oh no what a terrible thing to happen what yeah. people do find suspicious is if someone dies in an accident and you come over and start searching their body Did <laughs> 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 you do that to the singer everyone's around like what the fuck are you doing? Just uh, I, I did it to... So, in the same level, it's in a hotel. Yeah. And I gassed a whole floor of the hotel with pesticides, so it knocks it knocks everyone out. Yeah. Um, and I went over and was like, oh, what a terrible thing that happened. Like, oh, what's this over here? And I and I went over to the hotel manager because she had a key card in her, yeah. and I took, it off her, I took it off her unconscious body. And everyone's like, hey! And I just, <laughs> I just kept walking. I was like, don't mind me. But, but again, I think it's because you took it fucking... I just took it and just kept you, walking. Yeah. But if I took it and then stood there, they would have been like, hey! And they would have you know, pulled, pulled guns yeah. on me. But that's what makes the game so interesting. Is that 
doing things on this like knife edge of whether you, whether it's too far or you know just just yeah. acceptable yeah um yeah, yeah. no Tedman's great um any other games you played um let's see i think that was that was it for me what about, yeah. what about you so i was playing so i finished pokemon i think i mentioned it before yeah uh, where i couldn't get into it because it was super grindy um how, how shocking yeah but even more so for this one uh, it's very slow like the pacing of the game is slower than the other ones where like i think it's 40 minutes into it is when the game is like okay now you're free to go because the tutorial is done yeah because the tutorial for all the previous games is you walk up to the professor he tells you what to do you go to route one you come back he gives you the pokeballs and you're on your way and that's the entire tutorial yeah whereas in this one it's like a 40 minute first of all there's loads of cutscenes. And loads of story setup and loads of like characters that you have to meet and talk to and then you do the actual like oh here's the pokeballs you can go out and catch pokemon and you have to go at the beginning of the game you can't pass it's all scripted so like you can't get to different parts of the first area because it's all closed off by a fucking like pokemon like a wild pokemon who's going who's rampaging so you can't go past certain levels yeah of that that bit so you can't pass the the trainer school at the start Unless you beat everyone there and then magically the Tauros will run away and move on to the next bit. Uh, but I thought it was complete fucking bullshit. Because, again, I know how to fucking fight people. Yeah. I know how to play the fucking game. Uh, people, who, true force. people who are playing, who are buying the Pokemon games are people who've played previous Pokemon games. Like, if someone, no one is going to buy Pokemon Sun and Moon that had never played a Pokemon game before. No one's suddenly going to go, oh yeah, no, I want to try that because it's the same thing each time. Um, Why would they just make that whole bullshit tutorial optional, you know? But again, like the the tutorial at the beginning was tied into the actual like kind of story. So you walk into the professor because he's supposed to give you your first Pokemon in the in the area. So you go to him um, and then he goes, oh, can you meet with my, my daughter or whatever, who's your rival? Uh, they're on Route 1. Which gives you the ability to go through Route One and to get to that person, but again, let, lets you actually do the fight on your own. Um, so like you don't even it doesn't even tell you how to actually fight in the game. So you can you figure that out on your own because the, again the layout and, and, and all is grand. Yeah. But in this one, it's just like here's forty minute tutorial before you actually get on with the actual trial and move on. What I liked about Pokemon Sun and Moon is they they did away with the the gym battles and the pokemon league so in this one you have to do like trials so in the first trial i did you have to specifically catch one like a specific pokemon um, and the way you did it is by figuring out which areas it runs off to because it burrows underground and it comes out certain holes so it's like a puzzle yeah we have to go to like cover one hole so it moves out to another area and then you move on to different bits so it's it's less battling yeah uh like a gym battle but it's more like, okay, well, it's more faffing about. Uh, which, again, it's just, it's because it's new and it's it's different. I actually like it because you don't walk into a building and just fight everyone there. Yeah. And then you walk out and it's like, yay, you managed to have a specific type that beats their Pokemon. And um, where in this one, it's like, oh, you do the different, uh, like, puzzles or whatever. And then you have to fight a powered up version of a Pokemon, which is called the Totem Pokemon. Uh, that you have to beat them to do the trial. And the great thing about Sun and Moon is the Pokemon you're fighting will call for help. So even more will show up. And then that way, like, it's at random uh, intervals or at random points. It'll be like, 
I need help, and then you have to fight three or two or whatever, including the super powered version of the well, total little bass. Yeah, but again, because it's new and different, it's interesting. I thought, oh, this is gonna be rad. So I, I my I thought that well, eventually, like, how are they gonna do the end game? Because you have to beat the elite four in every other game, and then you have the post elite four content to go through as well. Turns out they brought in the elite four because that specific area doesn't have an elite four. Ah. So the professor in that area is setting up the first Pokemon league ever in that area. So the guys you face are the, the first ever elite four in that area. All right. So you become the, that air, like that region's inaugural champion when you beat them, which I thought was interesting, but I was like really hoping for something different. Like, like, cause again, you do the gym battles and you, face the elite four and yeah, every know. every pokemon game is not the same idea it is but again like i thought they were doing a bit differently this mm. time around like because what a, however you play throughout the game you're like oh this is cool because you're doing the trials rather than fighting the actual gym leaders like they'll give you a little crystal as or as a symbol that you've passed their trial but you're not actually battling a specific person yeah with a set of pokemon who you just happen to know the like the type difference of um and so I thought that was really cool and interesting. The story I gave zero shits about. I usually don't give a shit about the main storyline unless it's really good. Because it's just, these guys are, you know, this, like, whatever, Team Rocket or whatever. It's know, still Team Rocket? It's not. It's, it's Team Skull this time around. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, and they're all, like, punk slash gangster white kids. I see. And they're just, like, flailing about with their hands and doing, like, you know thinking that they're cool and rad, but they look like absolute fucking moms. Sounds like a whole new generation of gifts. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're like, it's, it's, it's funny. Cause they're, they're, I don't know if they're only like intentionally hilarious, but they're like a comedy act essentially until you get to the main leader who basically takes everything super seriously, but all of his guys are garbage. Why is that in cartoons? It's always the way you have like, you have like, you know, Hitler running the run the, the gang, but the gang are like the ice hockey guys yeah. from, from Batman and Robin. So the other thing is, which, uh, based on the previous like our conversation on, on the podcast today, is it also involves different dimensions. Uh, <laughs> God damn. So as you're progressing through the game, uh, you get to like this Pokemon lab, like it's Ether Lab or whatever it's called. Um, and in that lab, the person is trying to catch ultra beasts who are like different creatures from other like dimensions who are meant to be really super powerful, but it, they're just different Pokemon. You have specific Pokeballs that you have to use to catch them um, and in specific areas that they show up. But again, it was like, like, okay, cool. That's just another thing to do after I beat the Elite Four. It's storyline wise, I give zero shits about. Yeah. Um, so like I burned through that entire game in the space of like two days. Because I was like, oh, look, they they patched it so you can use the Pokemon bank. So I didn't even use, like, super power Pokemon. I just like, oh, I have all of the, the different types. So I'm, I have my advantages over their Pokemon. So yeah. I just brought them in and just murdered everyone in sight. So, like, I'm not grinding through. I'll go back through the different areas when I have, like, all the resources available. Because depending on which trials you've completed, some of the stuff, the items that you can buy in the shops are gated off. So you can't buy like ultra balls until you've been a specific, or you're until you've been a specific trial, and the ultra balls are the re like they're really handy for catching low level Pokemon because you just throw it at the Pokeball at the Pokemon and you can catch it. 
whereas before you'd have to weaken it somehow ah. so like it's handy for going back and like just because you have a variety that you can variety of pokeballs you can buy so like catch this and that and you can just do it no problem whereas if you're catching them as you're going along it's a fucking chore yeah um yeah. so like i like playing pokemon for the reason to go back and catch and race pokemon i'm not interested in the story whatsoever naturally unless it's, unless it's super compelling uh, but it rarely isn't like if you want to play a pokemon game i would go and pick omega ruby or sapphire uh, or alpha sapphire it's i'm just, just a, imagining a pokemon game with a really good storyline you got like chris avalon you know from um x obsidian and yeah sadly the new fucking divinity <laughs> But he's yeah. an excellent story and yeah. tor- torment, obviously. Yes, yeah. you got him in, and yeah. you write the story. But for Pokemon, yeah. <laughs> would you play it then? Just to see, you, you, you just probably... to see how fucked up the story was. Yeah, yeah we like. But the problem is that it'll never happen because Nintendo are super family friendly. Blast. Never, it'll never happen because Nintendo, if it's gritty, it's not. It's not their forte. Yuck. Yeah. Uh, not gritty. What's yeah. even the point of that? <laughs> Go watch the wire, Nintendo. Bunch of pussies. <laughs> So the uh, the other games, I thought, oh, I need to go back two weeks now because um, cause I was on, on my annual leave from work. So I just spent... You didn't play video games? I did. All I did, all I, I'm trying to remember because I played so many. <laughs> I, th- I don't know if I covered them before or not. That's that's the problem. Uh, I, did, I did play, I bought the new WWE game, 2K17. And I really like it. It's, it's, it's great. Apart from the, um, there's a few performance issues with it. But again, it's the I bought it on launch day, so yeah. it's always gonna have problems. Any port uh, from a console game to a PC one is gonna have issues anyway. So I'm totally fine with that. It's just a case of just waiting it out, waiting for the patch to come in, and they'll get that sorted. Because so in the middle of fucking career mode, I was like, oh, I want to go into my match, and the game crashed. Like, fuck that shit. Um, is is there anything particular that distinguishes it from previous titles? Uh, they brought back the career mode, which is great. Um, oh, they got rid of that. You didn't have a career mode at one time. That's purely. It's fucking, surely that's the whole point. Is the exactly the ridiculous, stupid uh, drama. Can someone bring back THQ? Can I get the fucking IP back? Because <laughs> WWE Thirteen was the last great game because it was the last THQ WWE game. That's twenty thirteen. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Fucking so ages ago. Ages ago. Yeah, uh, and it was fucking rad uh, because it had so many customer like customization options that were just unreal you can import your own fucking music into it so you can have your own fucking music hey man. any song you want in the game as your like entrance music hey and the original xbox you could have you could you could have music on the xbox yeah and you could play it through different games the console version of the like it, i have it on the xbox 360 WWE 13 yeah and you're able to import your music onto that like imagine if i had it on pc at that point like like how rad it would have been because sadly you can't buy it anymore on the pc version i could probably find a you need to torrent that shit actually um yeah surely, surely. yeah i'd imagine there's somewhere there unless they never made a pc version no that's also that, potential yeah um but yeah no, i was playing 2k17 and the career mode is great because uh you start off at their developmental brand nxt because you're a chump and you haven't you're not uh you're not good at all and uh, so like you go through a tutorial and it, it you know it tells you how to do different things and what's great now is they've introduced promos into the game mm. so you can go out and cut a promo 
and talk to the to the crowd that's in attendance in the stadium and talk shit about them about anyone you can call out a random superstar that you want to start a rivalry with and you can talk shit to them and depending on how well you do in the promo you get popularity points so it doesn't matter if you're if everyone hates you or they really like you you're popular yeah because you're getting a reaction out of people oh it's just go full hate all the way oh yeah because you can talk shit I called everyone in the audience complete bastards because (laughs) what you can do is you have different abilities Uh, so you have attributes in the game and I put my mic skills attributes to like 80 out of 100 so after like the first sentence that I that I say because you can there's uh, like options like text options you can pick and then your your guy says it Um, so after like the first option that i picked the first sentence i i noticed that it tells you oh this crowd is family friendly so i went the complete opposite <laughs> i called everyone like i think i called one of the guys a turd on a microphone <laughs> or he called me he's like you're just a turd with a microphone it's like hey i mean a, t- a turd with a microphone is still pretty impressive like like i'm still pretty impressive to, to be able to like talk on the mic and be a turd so like you can flip uh, so you can be like one-on-one with someone else in the promo the only downside to it is there's no voice acting for the promo. So it's all text. Your guy's mount moves, but there's no voice acting. Yeah. So it's jarring and it's disappointing because they're like, ah, oh, promo. So before you could pick a voice. Um, and in the previous 2K16, you could do back uh, interviews in the back yeah. with an interviewer. And you can pick what you want to say. Um, and that will make you, whether you're a bad guy or a good guy. But you, it was voice acted. Yeah. But now that you have all these dialogue options to different choices, they're like, oh, we're not going to voice act that because reasons. Like, Expensive, I guess. Yeah. But still, I mean, you've got people who are doing voices from the previous games. Just bring them back in. Or it could be where they were on strike at the time because I know the voice actors went on strike at one point. Well, what's strange is that they don't do partial voice act. Like, yeah. Usually you have like, one or two lines that are yeah. voice acted and the rest might just be text. Yeah. Like, they could do voice acting for the interviews in the back. Because, again, you you will have set uh, dialogue options that you can pick. Mm. But because the ones where you're cutting a promo, they're different choices each time. Yeah. So, like, you know, you get five choices to pick from. The next five are completely different to the first five. So, you'd have to run through all the dialogue options in three different voices um, for all the male characters. I don't think you can do career mode with the female character. Which is weird. Which is kind of stupid. Uh, that you can't but i guess it's just because there's less female characters on the roster hold on the, the real question here is can you do the uh the haircut match no god no no what's even the point look can you get the hair versus as a character no no that's some fucking yeah bullshit. the hair versus hair is gone it was it was back in like yonks ago that was like why kurt angle went bald was he, it he was in a hair versus hair match against edge i just thought he always looked like a peanut <laughs> no he had he had like a buzz cut Back in like a military oh, yeah. club, uh, back in like the nineties, and then around the two thousands or whatever, he was in a hair versus hair match with Edge, and Edge totally shaved his head, and then he's been bald ever since. Is he still in wrestling? He's actually he. I don't think he has been signed for the past year because of injuries, uh, but he's been wrestling up until like the end of two thousand fifteen. Yeah, just different promotions, and he did sign a contractor with WWE, but it's because he's been inducted into their Hall of Fame. So he's going to be around for like wrestling. So he doesn't murder his family or something <laughs> like that. He should, he should be fine. Like they got rid of everything related to Benoit, even on the network. 
Mm. So like you can't search for his matches. So you can't put in his name to search for a match that like has him in it. Hey, you know who else like deleting history? Who? The Nazis. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they even deleted Hulk Hogan after all his racial slurs. That's like that is the fact that that's so widely accepted is so disgusting. What you can't, they, you can't pretend no, no, the bad thing didn't, doesn't happen. No, they didn't like. take him off the off the network, right? And they didn't edit him out of like matches and stuff. They just got rid of the tags, so you can't search for him. But he's there. He's in interview. You can have interviews with him. You can watch the videos. You can watch all the documentaries that include him. But, but they like, made it much harder to find. But him. they made it much harder to find. Yeah. What the fuck. Yeah. Uh, what else was I playing? I was playing Tony Hawk's Underground. I finished that. Uh, it was all right. It wasn't great. Yeah, um, like uh, they introduced so much bullshit in that game that it's unreal. That makes it impossible to fucking get like great scores, because they introduced like you can do uh, verts. So like when you land a move, you can switch the your main leg, so like you can keep the combo going. Yeah, which just means that at the harder stages of the game. You have to do like a continuous combo to get like three hundred thousand fucking points to be like, oh congratulations, you have a silver medal. Like, fuck that. Yeah. That's that's bullshit because it's like, oh, because you can, again, you can combo this with that and all this kind yeah, of stuff. Like, it just means... it's not fucking realistic. Like, yeah. no fucking way, man. <laughs> it's horseshit. It's like in Mortal Kombat when you're juggling people, like, you just keep juggling. Yeah. for like ten years. Yeah, basically, and because you can up your stats so that your balance when you're grinding is like all the way up. When you're like when the whatever you're grinding curls curves like you just have to tap it like left twice and you're back to normal like you're not even wobbling at all so that just means you can keep fucking going for like 10 minutes straight which is garbage um but again I, it's ps2 game so i don't give a fuck i played it finished it in like a day <laughs> i just burned through all these like uh, all the tony hawks games i burned through uh i burned through the first one the second one i finished i finished Uttering ground I played a third and fourth one. I was like, "This is awful." Like the third and fourth don't hold up at all. Mm. I don't remember any of the, the like. I played all. I think in the third one, I do remember bits of it. Or is it the fourth one where you're in Alcatraz? I remember the prison being an actual level, and um, but all the stuff that you have to do in the level is terrible. Like because the way the game is designed, again, we have all these super combos that you can do. It just makes it totally fucking impossible yeah. to, to actually yeah. pull anything off unless you spend fucking hours and hours doing it. And I had all that time to do it, right? Because I'm off work. Yeah, but, but I'm not gonna don't want it. Yeah, exactly. It's a waste of my fucking time. I had nothing else to do that day. <laughs> well, that just sucks in a game. It's it's like when a game makes itself more difficult for the it's sake, hard. yeah, for the sake of it being exactly. more difficult. That's that's and the last like uh, Fallout, it's stupid elite fucking monsters. <laughs> Fallout 4? What's elite about him? Oh, well, he's got a... More health. More health. Legendary Alpha Deathclaw. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Uh, I think that was pretty much it. Well, obviously, the other game I played was... I did play the third Saints Row. I went back and started playing again. Ah. Because... To to rekindle all the old... Well, I... Friendships. I basically finished Saints Row 4 and all of the DLC. I was like, I want more. (laughs) (laughs) So I went back and played the third one. Which was jarring because I couldn't run like Superman or the I'm Flash. I'm pretty sure there's a DLC for the third one where you get superpowers. Which is probably where they got their entire de- idea for it. I can't remember. It might be, but I don't have it. So Yeah, or there's a mission or something. 
Yeah. There's a lot of crazy stuff in the third one. So ah, it's so. But again, wouldn't surprise me. Like, would you want to just go into the Saints Row Four then? Yeah, we might uh, as well. Yeah. All right. So where was playing it? So, uh, first of all, I actually like the third one more than the fourth one. Oh yeah. Uh, because you can do all the crazy shit, like hit people with a fucking purple dildo bat, mm-hmm. like insane. But everything was grounded in reality. Right? I'm you not could, sure you could say that about the Saints Row game. But again, it makes everything super loony because at the end of the day, you still have to, like, you can't jump 20 feet in the air, fly around, and throw fucking fireballs at people. Yeah. but it's Which is which is great. It's because you're in the Matrix. Yeah, which is great. The and it's, and it's hilarious. But uh, all the crazy bits, like putting a fucking tiger into the car with you, mm. is super great because you know, oh, like, it, it's happening, it's in, happening real in real life. life. In the game, yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah, in this one, all the loony bits happen. And you're like, well, it's a simulation. It's the fucking Matrix. So they yeah. can do whatever the fuck. Kind of like it's played. Like they up the fucking looniness. But it's not as effective because you're like, well, it's a fucking simulation. Yeah, but in real life, you're also the president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, so first thing so far, so obviously. The first choice you get as president, what did you pick? So I, I picked Cure Cancer. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my guy... My guy with his excellent, terrible British accent's like, Cancer can kiss my ass. <laughs> and also, you're fucking, like, your your top, what is he, he's like your VP, is fucking Keith David. Keith David. And it's actually, but it, it's not like, it's Keith David playing a character. No, no. It's, it's Keith, Keith David. David. Who was also the voice actor for uh, Julius in the first and second Saints Row games. So he was the leader, the original leader of Saints Row, like the Saints. Ah, uh, yeah. Was Julius, who was voice acted by Keith David. I did not know that. Yeah. There's a little, like, uh, play on that in the fourth, like, near the end. It's like, you sound just like Julius. And then Keith David's like, yeah, because he's right. <laughs> um, so, like, uh, it's um, really cool. Yeah, and your your chief of staff is Ben motherfucking King. Yeah. Uh, and he was leader of one of the, the, the gangs in the first and second game, in the first game, um, and you save him. So, like, he's now your chief of staff. It appears to be a, a general a general process as you go through. Yeah. People try to kill you, and then you're like, why don't you work for me instead? Yeah. yeah. That's how he gets everyone everyone there. <laughs> yeah. And I walk through the White House in purple suit. <laughs> Everybody else in the background drinking beers and fucking gambling and shit. Stripper, stripper poles and... <laughs> Like the humor in Saints Row Four is totally it's unmatched. It's totally on point. It's unmatched by any other fucking game. It's so fucking it's stupid. It's so rad. But it's so it's it's so self aware. Yeah. Um, like it's totally they like they just took the Matrix movies and went ah this is be great to put a game into because you can do whatever the fuck you want. Um, and I love the beginning when the aliens show up, and the man punches you to the ground. He's like, "What are you gonna do? Bravado me to death?" <laughs> I was like, ah, on point. They, you, you did a really slick maneuver yeah. in, in that fight scene. Yeah. Where somehow you, you, you do a spear on an alien who's, yeah. he's got to weigh like 600 pounds. And yeah, he's like, like four fi- times your size. Like 15 foot tall. Like in muscle mass and in height. But you somehow spear him to yeah. the ground. <laughs> yeah. Because you're the motherfucking president of the United States. Uh, I, oh yeah. And then some guy comes up when you're walking through the lobby in the White House, some guy comes up and he starts criticizing you. And and he's like, you can like, take the high road and the low road. And either way, you hit him. <laughs> low road, it's all great. the time. Like, you think you can pass this bill? Well, I've got the greatest word in the Constitution to you, buddy. 
filibuster. <laughs> yeah. He's like, do you want to take the high road or the low road? He's like, Poof. points the shit out of him. It's great. Got him right in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But I love the. Um, it was it reminded me of when I was playing the third one. The, mm. the voice acting, the interactions between the characters. Yeah. And it reminded me of in the third one when yourself and what's his name? The black dude with the hat. Pierce? Pierce, yeah. yeah. When you're sitting in the car and you're uh, near the start and mm. you're, you're singing what's on the radio yeah. together badly. Yeah. It's like, this is totally legit. Like, it, yeah. it really captures the whole bronus. You do that in the fourth as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, it's great. But it's different uh, because depending on which voice you pick, uh, it's oh, yeah. the the actual singing. Again, because it's a different voice, it sounds completely different as well. You picked Nolan North as a, as, as, as a voice. Yeah. I, I always went with the... Um, for the If I was playing the male character, I picked the British dude. Naturally. Oh, yeah. If I was playing the female character, I picked the uh, Eastern European Russian broken English one. Ah, sounds so good. So, comrade, like <laughs> they actually say comrade. It's fucking great. Um, and it, the female voice actor singing the what song was it? It's the, what song was it in the third one? Here singing. It's from I Dave. It's I from Dave Mayer's BMX. It's like some. It's what I got. Uh, love is what I've got. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's that song anyway. And the voice actor is just broken English the entire time. Like, this is fucking awesome. Like, I stopped in the fourth one when you're singing with Pierce when you're doing one of the missions for, like, destroying monster trucks or whatever it was. Uh, Something stupid. Yeah. Uh, I stopped because I got there too fast. And they just kept singing. They just kept going. Like, it wasn't like they they sing for a moment or whatever, like, mm. for, like, half the song. They sang through that entire fucking song. And then they started chatting later after it it's like this is great and I just got out and started like destroying the shit out of monster trucks naturally because Saints Row 4 is just fucking unreal uh, like there's so many like I said I burned through all of it so I'm not I'm trying to trying to remember which parts well, uh, are uh, part of the DLC which parts are part of the normal game for, for anyone who hasn't played Saints Row 4 yeah uh, you, you, you don't start off as the president what happens is <laughs> <laughs> you're chasing down a bad guy who, You're chasing down Cyrus Temple. Cyrus Temple, yes. Who, who was the leader of Stag from the third one. You know the big military yeah, yeah. force? Yeah. So, so you're, you're chasing, chasing him down. You're chasing him down. And you He's, get into a fight with him. And you, you kick him literally into lava for, for no reason. <laughs> and then he sticks his hand out of the lava and, and hits a detonator button. Which somehow launches a nuke. And the nuke is like... It's not like... It's like the size of a fucking. It's the size uh, it's of a, a space rocket. Space rocket, rocket. Like, yeah. It's space shuttle like fucking size. So so naturally, uh, you jump on that you motherfucker. Run, you run in and you jump on top of the rocket before before it takes off, and then in midair you start ripping bits of bits of the rocket wires out, and panels and shit. Yeah, which causes it to blow up in midair over DC, and and then you surprise, fall. Surprise! Surprise! Fall through the roof. <laughs> Of the White House and into the Oval Office, into the chair, <laughs> and you you get uh, was it president? Un- yeah, it's unlocked. Unlocked. Like, adoration of the people. Yeah. Presidency of the of United, United States. States. So, yeah, <laughs> that's how it happens. <laughs> so, like I said, uh, they're incredibly so, self-aware. Yeah. Again, this is where it was like they just turned like Saints Row Three was turned up to ten, 
And then Saints Row 4 is like, you know what? Fuck this. We just get rid of the meter altogether and just go completely fucking insane. Um, because there's a there's a DLC, if I remember correctly. There's Enter the, the Dominatrix, um, which is like, oh, this is what's going to happen after you beat the main bad guy. Mm-hmm. Or originally, uh, it was like cut out bits uh, from the game where... You play missions that were in the game originally, yeah. but they were cut because of budget constraints, um, which is awesome. So, like, when you're fighting, like, you can fight this big giant can of Saints Flow. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember, is that in the actual game? Fuck, I can't. Like, I'm trying, like, again, I've got the DLC and the main story mixed up. Yeah. But they're all fucking off the wall. Um, like, some parts of the DLC aren't fully rendered in game. So one of the, the missions that you have to do is you have to go inside the can, uh, into the brain of the Saints Flow. The Saints Flow can, who's like part human. He's just literally a can of Red Bull yeah. with arms and legs. They totally should have had the Beastie Boys in there uh, operating his head. <laughs> and you go in and there's like there's all these different like bacteria and germs and all that you have to destroy it's like is this what's in a fucking can of saints well he's like uh due to contract with saints i can't answer that question and <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like you destroy it and you go out the you shoot out the the tab and you go out the top of the head and it cuts to real life like actual like someone filming on their phone <laughs> it's got an ac- action figure of the saints flow can and uh <laughs> There's like a tube going off the back that's spraying out like purple liquid. <laughs> and this dude holding everything up with his hands. And he's got the space rocket that you're in. <laughs> flying like, <laughs> making the sound effects himself. It's like, it's like this is fucking awesome. Um, and it's just like the storyline itself is, it's okay. Like, again, voice acting. I don't know if there's like, you can say, oh, it's a masterpiece in storytelling. It, it is what it is. Um, like think, your, your whole point is to like create fucking basically break the code of the simulation to get out yeah and then you have to release and save all of your all the guys from the third one so like you go back and you save matt miller kenzie shani all the guys uh, from the original like saint Row games yeah to recruit them back in and try and fight back against the aliens um how far did you get actually uh basically just running around the city doing super jumps and yeah. smashing it's through. really fun it's it, super fun it reminded me of uh, the old Sp- Spider-Man yeah Spider-Man 2 yeah just jumping on top of because you can you can jump in the game and you can jump onto a skyscraper and then keep jumping up yeah so you're jumping off of the skyscraper yeah fucking Castlevania so you can also the- unlock you can sprint up the building yeah I didn't have that unlocked. yeah like if you if you run and you jump on the building and he lands on the side if you keep holding run, you just sprints up the building. Which is rap. The superpowers are totally awesome. Yeah. And ridiculous. Because like you can sprint and you can you can knock over cars and uh smash into dumpsters yeah. and all that. And and they all have like physics on them, so they all hit into other objects when yeah. you run along. And you can also like almost break the game as well because of the physics in it. Because yeah. it messes with all the game's physics. Um what was it? I think one of the cars went fucking underground when I launched them with my telekinesis. <laughs> uh, I was part of one of the missions where you have to carry um, something into a specific location. Like, you have to bring it with you. 
and because I was running through everything, uh, past everything, uh, I lost the item into the fucking like into a building that you couldn't get into because the physics just broke. Um, then I had to restart the fucking mission again. Uh, that's the only annoyance. Sometimes you have to restart missions if the physics break because of all the different powers that are going on. Ah, yeah. Because I unlocked everything. Come, comes with the territory. Yeah, like I said, I had so much time on my hands. I unlocked everything. I unlocked all the powers. <laughs> so you can throw fireballs at people. Yeah. You can, uh, you can freeze them. Freezing is great because specific, uh, like the different, I guess the tech that the aliens have is you have to hit them in a specific spot, uh, at the back of their head, mm. uh, to do any damage to them, and they follow you. So you can't just like run behind them and shoot because they follow you. So you have to freeze them, then run to the back and shoot the shit out of the back of their head yeah. to kill it. Uh, and then freezing is so handy because you just throw it down, does an area of effect damage, catches like six people and just one bullet each and it destroys them. And then, of course, you can do all the normal stuff like hijacking cars and then yeah. pimping them out. Yeah, uh, if you want. I, I pimped out a car to a ridiculous degree. <laughs> it was like, this, this is so obnoxious. Yeah. Like, why, why doesn't my car do this in real life have like a big purple underglow on it? <laughs> so, oh, now to turn on the engine, it's like, yeah, <laughs> purple, purple paint on the car, golden seats, <laughs> just make it, make it as horrific looking as, yeah, possible. as gaudy as possible. Yeah, so on top of that, you've got the whole like, it's got the whole like GTA, mm. you know, busting up, busting up people, shooting, yeah, getting cars. And I all found that, that I, I would, I wouldn't get into a car unless I specifically wanted to just drive around. But but what I'm saying is the option the option is there. Yeah. And then the radio is fucking awesome. The radio is like it's, it's so, so rad. It's just yeah. pure pure eighties yeah. nonsense everywhere. Like Rage yeah. Against the Machine is in there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um is it in the fourth one? Again, like I said, I played the fourth one, finished it, all the DLC and went back to play the third one. So I've just everything's amalgamated in the back of my like in my mind what? into one thing. Is there much of a graphical difference? Because I remember the two games looking, from what I recall, they look almost identical. They look, they're the same. They're the, same, no, same engine. Same everything. engine, everything, yeah. yeah. There's no there's no massive difference. Um, the only thing is, what's awesome is when you load back in, because you can leave the simulation and come back into the simulation, because uh, you can lock doors to get out and go back in. Um, when you go back in, the game still hasn't, like the world the simulation still hasn't loaded yet. <laughs> so you just see like... Uh, like whatever looks like Tron at the back. It's like well, there's just black squares, yeah, uh, with different colors, and everything just sort of loads in afterwards, which is really awesome. Um, did you romance any of the characters in the real spaceship? Uh, no, I mean, like you can talk to I, them in, I, outside I, the simulation. I, I, I certainly, I certainly would have because I've seen videos of people doing it where, where they literally go up to every single character. <laughs> I walked up to every single character. So you walked up to. You walk up to Kinsey, who is the tech person. You walk up, it's like, hey, Kinsey, you want to fuck? She punches the shit out of you. He's like, yes, and jumps on you. And that's it. That's your romance. <laughs> like, hey, you want to fuck? It's like, sure. Direct. Yeah. Um, the other ones have sort of like, you walk up to Shani and they, you, you do give a speech like beforehand. It's like, it's kind of a yeah. speech. Yeah. Like you uh, you go walk up, it's like, uh, I was kind of jealous that you had exes in every city that we went to. It's like, you never even considered, uh, you know... The prayers. Yeah, coming up to me. It's like, well, you never said anything. It's like, I'm saying it now. And you start... And you walk up to Ben King, who's who, who's voiced by... 
Terry motherfucking Cruz. <laughs> you walk up to him and then you sort of like, hey, I just wanted to ask you a question. It's, it's a little embarrassing. Um, I really hope you take this seriously. <laughs> and like you go into, he goes into this massive speech and at the end he's like, you sign my copy of your book. And he just signs the book and that's you romancing him. And that's it. <laughs> It's awesome. It's um, so like each different person, like it's it's awesome. So you keep, literally just walk up and romance them, and it's just a cutscene, and then you bang. That's great. It's yeah. great take, taking the face out of Bioware. Pretty much, yeah. Because yeah. like talk or romance, knocked like, it out of the back. <laughs> it's just a big, massive like fuck you and satire of like games in general. Yeah, it's just a big piss take. Um, yeah, I did find like, but it's really well executed. Yeah, you know? like it's their comedy, like they're the comedy style is rad it totally fits like my sort of like like the like there's certain comedic styles that people favor mm. and it totally is just like in that sweet spot between like well this is just you know they're just doing this for like shock so it's in the sweet spot between like shock humor and just genuinely like to me really funny like it's basically like slapstick it's like yeah. you're playing airplane or something yeah. you know? <laughs> it's great so uh, especially when you walk into um into the guy, uh, Zemoth, who's who's a fucking in the DLC. You walk in and he's uh, he's inside the the BDSM club. Yeah. And he's like, uh, "Will you help me out?" I was like, "Sure, I'll help you out, just as long as you don't tell anyone I was paying for ass." <laughs> <laughs> but he's got like the, the voice changer on him because <laughs> his voice is gone. So like, it's just all like kind of robotic voice and it's fucking hilarious. And one of the DLCs, I forget which one it is. Uh, I think it's Enter the Diamond Matrix. Yeah, because the other one is uh, when the Saints saved Christmas, which is a holiday special. Of course. And it's great because everyone's like, you're, you're in space. And in the storyline of Saints Row 4, uh, the Earth has been destroyed. Uh, because you tried to escape. And the alien's like, I told you what will happen if you piss me off. So he destroys Earth. He blows it up with some sort of death star. Batman. Yeah. Um, so like in this one you're like have to save Christmas and you're in space and everyone's like putting stuff on their tree and they're talking about it and you're like Christmas is a load of bollocks basically <laughs> uh, and you have to go back and save Christmas from Santa Claus uh, C-L-A-W-Z because he's an evil robot they basically rip Futurama <laughs> like legit rip Futurama because the, uh, the he killed all the reindeer in the North Pole like the evil Santa Claus and put their heads on spikes in the middle of fucking North Pole. In, like in, front of, in front of like the gnome village. That's uh, fucking great. And he replaced, them, he replaced them with uh, mechanical reindeer. So exactly like future round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically. Uh, and you just get to play that version of Futurama. Which is great. You've you, all been very naughty. You just destroy, Except for you, Zoyberg. <laughs> you destroy giant ginger, gingerbread men and the toy soldiers. They're all mechanical and... Doom kind of looking. Yeah. It's great. And Enter Dominatrix has the best ending to a DLC I've ever seen in my life. A bold claim. So it ends with raptors coming down from a different planet. Because <laughs> uh, what happened was they got too sophisticated for the planet uh, and they saw that uh, they couldn't convince the humans to stop their savagery. So they left. They fucked off off planet to somewhere else. No, oh, so these are our old raptors. Yes. Ah. Our old raptors. They fucked off. Do they all have British accents? Uh, I'm, I can't remember off the top of my head if they had... They had very, like, posh accents. Um, 
and they're very well spoken as well of course uh, so they came back uh, and they helped you at the end of the, the first dlc uh, i forget what i think they come back to earth yeah and at the very end he's like i will give you a ride back to your you know to safety and you get onto the to the rafter and you're on the rafter and as he's like running out he's singing it's like everybody uh open the door get on the floor everyone do the dinosaur it's <laughs> 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 so fucking great and they're singing that song like the dinosaur is singing that song in sort of like a high-pitched almost like nasally voice as he's like running away and say rescuing you because uh, that's how you defeat the dominatrix is raptors come down and they help you out well obviously <laughs> yeah um that reminds me that the game opens with long tall sally in yeah in a helicopter yeah it's like, ah, brilliant yeah talk about identifying your target audience that's right um and then when you finish that dlc the last cutscene is like drawn so it's done like storyboard they got real lazy <laughs> this was i think this was all that, that this was everything that they want to add into into saints row 4 but because of budget constraints that yeah. they couldn't um because everything's like storyboarded and like like you said with the can done in real life <laughs> like, it's fucking awesome um and then the raptor king uh gives everybody a wish um and each of the person asks for something specific and he grants it and then shiny's like i want to be your queen and rule earth together it's like it shall be so so like he's gonna bone a velociraptor at this point <laughs> and he asks you what do you want it's like i'm fine i'm good <laughs> i don't need anything um and it ends on you know the massive great speech from the raptor king who's like we should all just join hands and unity and harmony because we can do more together than we could separately <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome and saints row 4 man it's just sounds beautiful yeah uh you should totally just like get the enter the dominatrix uh dlc because you need to finish the game to play yeah um it'd be a lot harder i imagine without all the superpowers um but again it's if you just oh like no well, i finished the first saints or well i finished the third yeah saints Row game. Uh, so. like you, you don't even have to finish the, the fourth one Um it'd make a lot more well actually you don't need to know the story for the fourth one because you know who the bad guy is and obviously it's a video game so you're gonna beat him anyway um stupid giant aliens coming here uh, destroying our the building be the best thing was um when you defeat zinyak the way you defeat him in the, the dlc is you show up to his to to his like massive tower you walk in the dude's got like three bars of health and he's like he goes and he's talking as a performer so like this is all done is like the game was like they got people in to do the voice acting for the game uh, so like Zinyak is an actual person who who this character was based off him and he acted in the video game yeah so that's what the dlc is on um and he's talking about how like he's got a british accent as well yeah so he's talking about how he was really happy to uh to be in the game because he can ham it up a little bit uh, <laughs> and go over, a bit over the top but he's like but the way it was executed i i wanted to make some changes but they wouldn't let me so when you go in and you beat him and he's uh, he's doing a voiceover over what when your gameplay look at this this is great i walked in i'm in, like i'm imposing i look like an absolute badass i've got three bars of health and you shoot him and he instantly dies <laughs> it's got like three bars of health. like he's like fuck this i'm out of here and he leaves the interview <laughs> it's fucking awesome um and that's when you start off with like you defeated that guy but then you know you tried to stop the simulation and it grew a mind of its own so the ai turned uh, into a dominatrix 
Well, basically did the Matrix 2. Yeah. And became, what's his name? Elrond. Can't, yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> Hugo Weaving. Smith. Hugo Weaving. Agent Smith. Mr. Anderson. He was so great because he just enunciated every single word properly. Properly, like actual gentleman. What an absolute bother. Uh, what really happened to those films? Yeah, I, I think it was just a case where the first one was so good, people enjoyed it, and then I wonder were... is it still good though? Like yeah, like if I went back and watched it now, would it be like this has made us so? Yeah, you know the graphics won't hold up at all. No, it's... the other thing is, but it's not like John Wick because I watched John Wick a few days ago <laughs> and it's still incredible. <laughs> oh awesome! The triple tapping. The... <laughs> You just like make some, sure. some of the kills he does in that are so so iconic that mm-hmm. actually reminds me in Saints Row 4 when you're chasing the Cyrus the, the mm. military guy yeah Shandy grabs a guy and smashes his head off the wall all the way down all, uh, so consecutively smashes his head yeah. off the wall as he's falling down straight out of the raid really that, that, that whole that whole oh, maneuver awesome. right out of the raid deadly Um See, real, real action. Some of those action sequences they just get burned right into your mind. Yeah. Like, oh, that was so beautiful. Yeah. Like in the raid, and he uses the the door to guillotine. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we'll call it for that. Call it there for for this week. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, all that good stuff on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, we're also on iTunes and SoundCloud, which is where this will be up anyway. And all that good stuff, social media click things shenanigans yes and we'll see you guys next week peace look